Welcome to They That Hope with Father Dave and Bob, seeing humor and hope in a crazy world. And I'm Bob. And I'm Father Dave. And we have had 100,000 downloads. Amen. Of this show, not this episode, but... But, well, we don't know. But maybe. We could be. It may be. It could so, be. So, um, thank you for all. And that doesn't include the dozens of people who watch the video. Right. So, um, we are very grateful. That's just cool. That's great. Yeah, it's it's kind of amazing just to think that here we are in our little... People, yeah. Our little booth and little people booth. here. Us. Yep. Yep. And it's I, when I was thinking our goal would have been 100. People. People, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, there still might be a hundred people. <laughs> they just download Each of them a lot. downloaded yeah. it a thousand times. No, that's great. That's great. I think I actually got that math right. Not a boy. I, I didn't even ask yeah, Siri. That's, that's great. You're amazing. <laughs> I um, I gave my, I got my little kid a a Kindle. No, not a Kindle. What are they called? Uh, the Echo Dots. They're like the Amazon thing, and they, oh, yeah, it looks like it looks like stuff. a lion and stuff. It's very cute. Okay. It's for kids. It's got a lot of good filters, and you know. But I went up and he was doing his homework, and he's like, you know, Alexa, what is 20 minus 17. That's so fantastic. Like, no, you can't do that. That's so fantastic. And he's like, you do it. I'm like, Yeah, but it's not your homework. It's your life. It's my life, <laughs> which school is supposed to prepare me for. It didn't. Yeah. In some ways it did, though. I guess. I guess. Well, it's kind of like just school is good for formation, even if you don't remember some of the facts and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, how yeah. else can you learn to, you know, avoid a bully or... Not get stuck not in be a, a locker. Bully. Not be a bully. Not be a bully. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're right. You're right. No, I, I've always thought that education is as much just the formative experience of it as the material study. So Yeah. Yeah, and it was good to have the students back. They had their little four-day or fall break, right. uh, which was great. They all came back and charged, ready to learn. <laughs> just, just, just For those of you listening, we do our four-day break always around um, All Saints Day. So we make sure that we don't have classes or work and stuff on All Saints Day and usually take another day on, on and the, the students were that. right. That was their experience. They came back to class. It's like, just teach us, Dr. Rice. Just our minds are open, ready to go. Um, was that not exactly how yeah, it, I, it looked? Do I, do I burst your bubble for what yeah, actually yeah. happens in the classroom? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was yeah, in the classroom. It, you and I talked together. We did great. We did great. And you, every time you showed up, you bribed them with like candy and stuff. Bribe is a strong word, but yes, I did. <laughs> Bob says to me, <laughs> it's good to be the king. Every goes, time he shows up, he, he calls like the catering people, and yeah, there's he, like a card of like goes, sweets. He goes, "You want to be the cool one?" It's yeah. like, yeah, because you're the one who does the grading, and I bring the candy. You're like the deadbeat dad that yeah, doesn't show up to most right. of it, but when you do, you bring that's a lot right, of gifts. That's right. And they that's, love you for it. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. No. So how was your weekend? Oh, my weekend was really cool. Um, I, they, oh, I mean, we're in the sweatshirt. The Cleveland Cavaliers, everybody, they are no joke this year. Yeah. Um, they just won. They just beat the Giants. They won the previous two games in overtime. They beat the Giants? The New York Knicks. I get things. <laughs> wow. Confused. Yeah, they're that good. That's, that's they're that they're good. The, or the Giants are that bad. Yeah, which... well, actually, that's that's not wrong either. <laughs> no, they beat the Knicks uh, pretty handily, but they beat Portland. They beat the Suns. Um, they beat Toronto. Like, okay. they've been on a streak, and this is road games. They drafted... Um, they're, they're third, they got a third-round draft pick, again, Evan Mobley, who's over, you know, seven feet tall. Yeah. And what was weird is then they drafted somebody from the Bears who's also over seven feet from tall. From the Bears? What is the with Bulls. you? It's early in the morning. Good grief. So the Chicago Bulls. Hello, folks. Welcome to our sports program. <laughs> exactly. He's seven feet tall. So they have like a number of seven-footers. They're the tallest team in the league. And usually guys that are tall are a little bit slow. These guys are lightning. It's really fun to watch. It's That's like cool. an experiment. Everyone's like... 
can you actually hit the floor with like three seven feet tall people? They're doing apparently well. you can. It's they're, funny. Doing, they're doing fine. I was with my niece this weekend, which was just really delightful. She's a student at a college just north of here in. Um, this she, in Cleveland. Up no, in the Cleveland no, area? in Mount Union. Mount okay. Union. She's a, a student at Mount Union, and it was crazy because we went to a football game, which was they're like the number four team in the country. Uh, in Division Three, really good football team. Halftime, sixty-three to seven. So, Mount <laughs> so they're doing Mount, okay. Mount Union pulled that one out. Maybe, my, maybe but, they need to go Division Two. Yeah, but my niece was saying she was talking about how good the Cavs are, which is just it's great. I mean, she's a huge sport fan. She's I'm, really, really she's really fun to hang with. But this was like the perfect weekend. Notre Dame won. Uh, the Broncos won. The Cavs won. Yeah. Who else won? Oh, um, how did Tampa Bay do this? They rested. Didn't they play Thursday? No, they oh. had a bye. This is their bye week. Okay, they lost their last game though. I just want to put that Thank out there. Thank you, Jim yeah, Face. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, it was yeah. a great. It was yeah, and, and honestly, it was. We went. I had not been to a football game. It was kind of a small football game like that. Yeah. Fifty degrees, sunny, cool. That's beautiful. It was. It was. So just the one fantastic. team that we really wanted to win that didn't win this weekend. Franciscan soccer. Yes, God bless. They them. got to the finals. They which did was great, awesome. Which was great. And um, we hosted the game here on Saturday night, but they didn't win. No, they didn't. No, the, but, but that great, was great. But an incredible. Yeah, season. they had a really an incredible. Really, I think maybe season. one of their best seasons ever. Oh no, definitely. Yeah, and the rugby team won their first game and lost their second game. So. Yeah. One, one. Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun time for sports. Like it feels like everything for me. Like my favorite three sports are football. Well, four actually: football, soccer, hockey, and basketball, and they're all playing right now. Like this is kind of the next couple months is the time of the year when they all are playing. Yeah, and baseball's over, which is even better. Just so when I watch ESPN, I don't have to like fast forward through the highlights of baseball. We should mention the Braves. Why do you though, do this to me? Because you mentioned the Bucks lost. You're not wrong. Yeah, That's yeah, fair. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I didn't Braves see that won. coming. Yeah, they did. They won the World Series. National League East wins two in the last three years. Um, not a huge Braves fan, but not an Astros fan at all. Right. So I was happy with that. Um, not a Dodgers fan, so I was happy with that. So it, it turned out right. Freddie Freeman, their first baseman, first rate guy. So I was happy for okay, him. Okay, yeah. cool. Who's the, what's the team you like the least in baseball? If Ooh, there's like one team really you do not want to win. question. I know you want the Nats to win, but if yeah. the Nats don't win, who is the? What's the worst thing that could possibly happen? Oh, well, Philadelphia. I'm not a Philadelphia <laughs> fan at all. Okay. Uh, the Dodgers, I don't like. Uh, Astros, I don't like. Um, Yankees, I don't like. Yeah. Florida, I don't like. I could keep going here. Yeah. yeah. Boy, you have a lot yeah, of I'm anger. A little I'm yeah, a little bitter. Say. It comes out some places. You know, it's funny. I shared the story before, but for me, I want the Cubs to win. And I don't want the White Sox to win. Yeah. Like, if I see the White Sox, I'm just... I kind of have a fondness for both Chicago teams, which makes no sense at all. No, that's just... That because I don't... That means you're not from Chicago. Right. And I'm not... Chicago. Like, I'm not a Bears fan. I'm not a Bulls fan at all. So... Oh, yeah. I like I like the Bulls. All right. I like the Bulls. Well, that's good. So, that's good. Was, I think we've got everybody caught up in the sporting world, so you're welcome. You don't even need to listen to Sports Center. No. Bob and I can handle all that for you. And now it's time for our announcement from Franciscan University of Steubenville. If you want to know more about Franciscan, see, it really does. It is good. It sets the mood. Yeah, yeah you've done a great job. It sets the mood. Um, it also sets the person like reaching for that 30 second fast forward button on the uh, yeah, that's on right. the podcasting. Right. I use that quite a bit. Whenever I hear any kind of tag, I'm like, no, I don't want to hear Same it. Same here. 
But I think they know better. Same here. They know there's comedy gold my brother listens, lying in My here. brother listens to the podcast two times yeah, like, speed-wise. He it's says ridiculous. he listens to all of them that it's way, right? It's awful. It's awful. Yeah. It, it makes me stressed. Exactly. Well, if you want to know more about Franciscan University, I mean, you're doing it, right? You're listening right. to the podcast. But may I suggest... Please do. ...our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Franciscan U Stuby. Um... For those that don't know, Stuby is a nickname for Steubenville. You'll, there you'll find plenty of video content to explore, including virtual campus tours and our EWTN Franciscan University Presents show hosted by our very own... Dun, dun, dun. Not Bob Rice. Nope. You kicked me out. Yep. I had a great gig going. Yes, you did. And then you showed up. Yep. Father Dave, if you like more, who, who doesn't want more of Father Dave? <laughs> Father Dave, Father Dave, Father Dave! You'll even find the video version of They That Hope. Oh, well, that's actually good. At least I'm there somewhere. A video trending now is the recent conversation held between Father Mike Schmitz and Dr. Scott Hahn oh, on Sacred Scripture, which was great. Um, Father Mike came to town, and obviously Scott lives here, and they had a wonderful conversation. Yeah. Great turnout. Uh, very, very cool. I'm glad that video is up there. Franciscan U. Stubbe features plenty of other live-streamed campus talks and events, including Daily Mass. So if you haven't checked it out, please do so. All of our YouTube content at youtube.com slash Franciscan U. Stubby, and Stubby is spelled S-T-E-U-B-I-E. That's great. And that's it. That's great. Thanks, Oh, wait, 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 wait. Yep. Um. That just brings tears to my eyes. It does. It does. Well, question, who is singing? Who is that? Uh, we got the um, just some of the folks, some students that That's were like in, Actually, that were really, in corral. Yes, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. All right, so I have a question for you, Father Dave. Okay, shoot. And um, and I said I'm going to ask this before, but I, you know, just so you know, most of what we do is actually happening while we're doing it. <laughs> yep. So, uh, spiritual attack. Yeah. I'm a couple weeks away from ordination. Yep. And everything is falling apart in my life. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Now, I'm not, I'm not, um, I mean, I do a lot of ministry stuff, so it's not like I'm just completely unused to life. But I've also noticed that sometimes my life falls apart and nothing else is going on as well. So I've, I've tried to keep a... So what's a common denominator there, I think Bob? it's just my life is it's falling apart. Life. Like, okay. it's just a perpetual state of that. And um, somebody mentioned, well, you're probably under a lot of spiritual attack because of your upcoming ordination, which I don't deny, but I... I don't know. I'm just interested in your thoughts on it because there's one extreme that I don't want to be like, I don't want to empower that too much. Right. Um, but I acknowledge that the devil is an unhappy, uh, unhappy about what I'm doing just in general. But I also know that the, the devil is generally unhappy with me. Period. Period. Right. So there's, you know, I don't know if there's moments of he's really unhappy now. Like he's just Boy, kind you of ticked him off now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like yeah. I kind of try not to think that way, yeah. you know, but share with me wisdom. Well, just a couple of thoughts. Uh, first off that I, I, when you shared with me your preparations for ordination, I remember before I was ordained, I had these, a couple of dreams, like two or three weeks before ordination. And one of them was that they had forgotten, this was a dream that they had forgotten that I was going to be at my ordination. So they didn't have a, a chair for me on the stage. So I sat in the congregation with everyone else for my own, for my own ordination. And then the next one was a dream, a dream a couple of days later. And 
Uh, we didn't have vestments for my first mass, so I did my first mass in a suit and tie. <laughs> and and this is a big thing, like when you're first ordained, um, what pages you turn to, but you always have those ribbons in right. the missile. Right. But there were no ribbons, so I'm up there. Oh, in that a suit is a nightmare. And, I'm up there in a suit and tie, like trying to find the prayers. But then when I prayed about it, what I realized it was about control. And and I remember the moment I said, okay, Jesus, I just give you the entire weekend. I surrender it to you. Whatever happens is your will. Total peace from that moment. So Mm. what it really, and and the Lord uses our dreams sometimes, not all of them. I think people can freak out about a dream and try to make more than it was. But sometimes when we pray about it and think about it, and the same thing with the spiritual attack is, is to try to get a sense of, you know, what's the source of it? Where is it coming from? What's going on in your own life? How is it impacting your prayer? So like just practically, what, what does it mean? Like, what are you experiencing? What the last couple of days, last week, what are you, what's going on? I mean, are you seeing like things <laughs> running through your house at four in the morning? No, thankfully not. I think in some ways I've been, and again, this is where I'm trying to figure out where's the natural and where's the supernatural. Yeah. Like I'm noticing I, I have very little in my tank, you know, in terms of I'm flying off the handle quicker, like some words are spilling out of my mouth a little bit more. I've had reactions to things that I then go, that was a really weird reaction to that. Like, why mm-hmm. Why did I get so upset at this thing that normally I would have just, you know, just rolled off? And maybe it's just, maybe it is just some of it is I'm just anxious about it. Like, Well, I think, I, a, first off, I think the question you ask is a question we always have to ask is why? Yeah. You know, why is it that I impact? Why is it that I reacted this way? Why is it that I was short? Why? And, and then that leads us hopefully to ask the question, what's going on deeper? Because I think, as you're alluding to, it's often something not as obvious as one might think. Yeah. However, I would, when, when we're dealing with spiritual attack like that, we ask ourselves: There's the world, the flesh, and the devil. Yeah, you know, and where is this coming from? Part of it is, I think, and, and you made this statement earlier: you don't want to give the devil more credit than he deserves, and that is absolutely key. I mean, the devil's a reality; he exists. He exists to destroy us, and that's that's true. But there's a way that we can almost give away any own responsibility, like the flesh. Yeah. Like we do things just out of the flesh, and the flesh is at times odds at odds with the spirit. Paul talks a lot this about this, like in Romans 7. Why do I do the things I don't want to do and I can't? So this battle, this battle that's taking place in the flesh. So the question, for, yeah, that, that sometimes seems obvious, but like are you sleeping? <laughs> are you resting? Yeah. Are you getting exercise those those things that just help for a healthy bob rice are those kind of things going on yeah uh they were until rosie started barking at three thirty in the morning so so maybe rosie's a demon <laughs> i'll nickname her cujo that's right that's right <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Something that was really cool part of my diaconate formation has been just doing different service opportunities. And so I was able to, I've been spending a bit more time uh, at a homeless shelter downtown, which is great. It's called the Friendship House and it's mm-hmm. wonderful. And But as I started, you know, that was something I realized that I just do need to be more prayerful about mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the lives of the folks down there are just, uh, just tragic, mm-hmm. you know, and um, heartbreaking and... Um, I'd say hopeless. Well, I would say my first my first impression was hopeless until I really brought it to right, the Lord right. for for prayer. And it's interesting because you know I've been to I've been to Port-au-Prince. You know I've been to like really poor places. You know and I've seen very tragic things. But then when you're just sitting and talking to somebody who is who lives know, a mile five, and a half from yeah you. yeah it was just five minutes away from you and they're just sharing you know stories of you know being on drugs and prostitution and just yeah it just 
just kind of breaks your heart. And I think mm-hmm. some of that, you kind know, weighing is, on you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it, it certainly was until, so I met a few people, but then I met somebody who had been to the friendship house years ago and just turned her life around. That's awesome. And just seeing that made me go, Oh, okay. Like it's, you know, there, I mean, there's hope. I think yeah, that's, that's yeah. kind of part of what, what's going on. But yeah, I think it's just a, like many things, it's a mixed bag of very busy, busy school, ordination, anxiety, projects that are, you know, every one of, everything seems due at once. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then my dog's waking me up at 3.30. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we've decided it's the dog. Okay. The devil's possessed my dog. All right. And so, we need an exorcism. Okay. I'll come over and throw some holy water on him. Yeah, that's great. Father jumps. Gregory initially blessed the dog, yeah, if but he, clearly... Well, you know, it didn't work. Yeah. You get what you pay for. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So love no, you, Father Greg. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No. So the, the, I think your questions again are really good though, about the reality is in honestly, a lot of people don't even think about the spiritual attack in the spiritual mm-hmm. warfare. And there was an office of readings that we did just a couple of days ago. And, and the illusion was, um, that we need to close the doors in, in our life that access to, you know, the, the demonic or mm. evil or bad. So, you know, so w- when I'm dealing with a lot of the students, honestly, we go to the internet, you know, what are you looking on the internet that opens the door that allows temptation, that allows struggle, that allows evil one in? And that's something that we need to be able to take a look at. Um, what are relationships in your life that ultimately aren't healthy? When do you put yourself in a position where, you're more on the front line. Like doing doing that ministry with that population is on the front line. I I think people who are involved in youth ministry, I mean, that is really the front line, obviously priests and religious, uh, a couple that desires to be holy. I mean, so anything that you're doing that's pushing back the kingdom of darkness and trying to usher in the kingdom of light, there's going to be more spiritual attack and there's going to be more temptation. And I think part of the overcoming it is being aware of it. Yeah. And recognize, okay, that the evil one wants to do that and he wants to do it through just the human experience of of stress and anxiety. And then that's where prayer comes so important is that if if you're not taking time to quiet yourself, the stress and anxiety just builds and builds and builds until right. you, you explode, you know. Um, and, and that's where to be able to take the moment or two to be quiet and just be still and surrender this to the Lord and ask for his peace and ask for his peace to be present. I think of the quote, I think we've shared it on the podcast before. We've probably shared everything. We're just completely repeating what we did year one. Uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Bad drink of coffee. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. All right. Don't worry about me. I do. We all, we all do. Thanks. Um, St. Francis de Sales has a great quote. He said that he thinks that every lay person should spend a half hour in prayer unless they're really busy, and then they should spend an hour. Yeah. And it is that, um, and that's just kind of a word I'm saying out loud for myself as well, because partly when you have a really long to-do list, you just start, you just start, it's really tempted to be like, you know what, if I just, let me just grit my teeth and just get through this and then I'll pray, then I'll, then I'll do it. And it's, that never actually seems to work. The list never ends. (laughs) Right, right. (laughs) And, um, yeah, just more of that focus on that piece is, is good. I think a couple of other things is, is first off, like in, in some sense, what you're doing and what what you get to do for all the people is just share with when, when when you're stressed, when you're anxious, Mm -hmm. when there are things that are going on, because there's something about bringing that into the light that I think is is healing and restorative, that the Lord is present in that. Uh, and the other is, and, and we all know this, but just to be 
totally clear is that we're reminded greater is that which is me than that which is in the world. Mm -hmm. So I remember when I was young, young, just really kind of getting more serious about my faith and was dealing with a guy that had had some some engagement with the occult. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and I remember I was praying with the guy and I said, you know, the, speaking to the evil one, which again, I was 19 years old, was not a good idea. Uh, and I said, I'm not afraid of you. And there was this experience of like, just something went through my body. It's like, oh, oh <laughs> what did I just do? Right. Yeah. And then I went to a, a guy who's much older than I afterwards and just prayed with him. And, and, he, and he reminded me something. He said, it's, it's not you that has the power. It's the power of Christ in you. Yeah. So if, if you're, if you're struggling, if there's some temptation, if there's some fear, something like that. We always pray in the name of Jesus that that it's through him that we have victory. It's through him that we have power. It's through him that we have power over the evil one. So when you're struggling, just take a breath. Come, Lord Jesus, come with your Holy Spirit, and then take authority over whatever it is that's going on. Amen. Amen. That's awesome. Thank you, Father Dave. That's wonderful advice for me. Amen. And for anybody listening, too. Um, hey, just wanted to give a plug for one of our alumni, uh, Zach Hinger. Uh, he has been writing kids' books, board books about sacraments. Uh, he has a new one coming out on baptism. I think uh, I think we've plugged him before. Okay. He just has a new book out, which That's is awesome. cool. Or at least he's trying to raise money for that. The website is called Joyful Little Catholics. That's cool. Dot com. Yeah, it is very very cool, and they're nice quality board books. That uh, I mean, if I had the my my youngest is eight years old, so it's probably a little bit beyond that. But, but probably good for you and I. I think so. That's probably right at our <laughs> that's level. That's right. That's, that's what they're shooting for. <laughs> so anyway, uh, if, you have, if you've got kids, and I know many of you listen with your kids. Hi, kids. Uh, JoyfulLittleCatholics.com. Uh, certainly worth supporting and worth checking out. And um, yeah, it's cool. a great Can I work from like an alumni. A, a board book is what? A, just that has thicker pages right. and that kind of thing? Well, it's not even a page. It's oh. like cardboard. Okay. It, it's great for like... When your kids you're just not want to like, tear it, yeah, they're gonna like teeth on, on it. it. Okay, yeah, okay. it's like heavy, you know. So they're not. Yeah, I mean, kids will rip a page in a heartbeat, but so they're just cool. They're 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 like pretty thick, but then they only end up being like ten quote unquote pages because okay. of that's that. That's awesome. But that's what that's it's awesome. about. It's pretty cool. sweet, actually. Cool. Lots of fun. Cool. Good week this week as always. Coming up with some really fun feast days. Yep. Um, one feast day I'm excited about is uh, Mother Francis uh, Saint Francis Cabrini, yep. known as Mother. Cabrini, yep. kind of like the way uh, everybody, many of us know Mother Teresa, and now she's Saint Teresa of Calcutta. Yep. But we always know her as Mother Mother Teresa. Mother uh, Mother Cabrini had a very similar impact, uh, particularly here in the United States. She was the first U.S. citizen canonized. She right? was okay. She was yeah. Sometimes that gets a little bit confused. So Saint Elizabeth Ann Seton was the first U.S. born. Saint? No, that's not true. Actually, that's totally that's wrong because we have now uh, Saint Kateri. So, okay, okay. So Saint Kateri was the first U.S. born saint. Was it the U.S. then? What, what year was Kateri born? Oh, you know what? All right, then that's then there's the caveat. That's there true. You go. There was not a United States. Mm-hmm. Well done. Thank you. Well done. Thank you, Hamilton. So, <laughs> <laughs> we know all our history. That's great. That's from right. Minwell Miranda. Okay. Um, but uh, that's right. Uh, Mother Cabrini was the first. So citizen. Bob and I were talking a little bit about uh, Cabrini this morning, and I thought that whole thing that took place in New York was interesting. So why don't you just share that? Yeah, that was- so in 2019, this is pretty recent, right? Um, the first lady of New York City. Which would be Bloomberg? Uh, would that be Bloomberg's wife? Let me see. It actually says Charlene McRae. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you get to be the first lady of New York City. Anyway, uh, she started a campaign called She Built NYC. And the idea was just to raise awareness 
of the prominent women who had. So a, this had was not a impact. religious thing. This no, was okay. No, this okay. was just a this was a city thing. It okay. was you know again just trying to honor the women that that made a big difference in New York City, uh, and they did votes, and they were going to take votes, and whoever got the votes got the statues, you know, monuments to them. Nice. The number one vote getter, even in twenty nineteen. Mother Cabrini. Actually, that's really cool. Yeah. So she's well-remembered. Um, the Italian community loved her as well. Oh, my goodness, yes. Being from Italy. Yep. And, of course, their first decision was— They must be excited they're going to build a statue and— We're not going to do that. They and said no. There was a, they said no. <laughs> and there was an outrage, particularly from the Italian-American community, and so they retracted it. And so, actually, just in last October of 2020, they unveiled uh, her statue cool. in, uh, on Columbus Day. That's cool. Of last October. So That's cool. That is actually really, really cool. I don't and, know where and, it is, though. And you discovered oh, something else. Oh, no, it's else. in Battery Park. And, and you discovered something else in Chicago that you were not even aware of. Yeah, well, I'm very familiar with Cabrini Street so in funny. Chicago, and I just made the duh connection that uh, that was also named after Mother Cabrini. She established hospitals. Uh, she established. She died orphanages. in Columbus Hospital in uh, Chicago. Do you know, is that orphanages. still there? Is Columbus oh, yeah. Hospital mm-hmm. still there? Okay. Uh, maybe. Okay. I think so. It sounds familiar. Is she buried in, this is awful, maybe I should know. Is she buried in Columbia, in Chicago? Ooh. Or is she in Philadelphia? Let's see here. Or Seton's in Philadelphia. Uh, I don't know where Cabrini is. She has a, uh, she has a chapel at, um, has a, has a chapel there. There's a huge nar- national shrine I'm looking at. There's a shrine right. in Golden, Colorado, right next to the Coors yeah. Factor, which is kind of interesting. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. She's got one in Upper Manhattan. Um, she's got a number of them. Like okay, uh, people, find out. She's where got one Francis, in Scranton. Find out where Francis Cabrini is buried and get back to us. Who is buried in Grant's tomb? Yep, that's cool. The other thing that I'm interesting, I'm reading a book um, about Father Tol- Father Augustus Tolton, who was the oh, first. I found out. Okay, where? She's got an arm. Oh, I love being I love Catholic. Catholic. <laughs> She's got an arm in Chicago, okay. and the rest is in New York. In New York, that's fantastic. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. That's yeah. great. That's great. Well, at least they got something. Well, you know, getting living in New York costs you an arm and at least, <laughs> maybe a leg. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, wait, 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 yeah. Which one should I do? I don't know. Eh, I'm just gonna do this one. That was more than appropriate. Seriously, but a book that was written um, by Deacon Harold. Burke Silvers. Burke Silvers. The dynamic yeah, deacon. Yeah. And he wrote a book on Father Augustus Tolton, who was the first uh, African-American uh, slave. He was a slave and was ordained a priest. And just in about, the United States. In the United States, right. Yeah. yeah. Just his story of, of, you know, racism and prejudice. And, and he couldn't study in the United States. Mm. And it's just, it's just interesting. Again, the, the church was uh, had room to grow, obviously, in sure. conversion there, but also, as is, is you, you discover in the book, and uh, Francis Cabrini as well, uh, was instrumental in bringing about transformation and change as well. So some people, all they ever focus at times is how the church didn't get it right, and, and we've not always gotten it right. And, sure. and I've always actually appreciated when the, the popes would, would repent for the times that we don't get it right. But let's also get a, give us credit when when we do get it right. And, and, and we were in the background and we were one of the main voices in bringing about transformation and change, particularly in the issue of, of slavery and race issues. And, and it's just a really fascinating book on, on what uh, Father Tolton's story was. Well, and I think that's part of the dynamic of our church, right? And 
you know, it's it's interesting when you know sometimes I people say they're frustrated with the church. I always try to say like, well, what do you mean by church? Because yeah. it can mean it can mean a lot of different things. So for some people, it's purely the pope, the, the pope, yeah. or it's the bishops. It's the administrative it's the function bishops, right. of of the church, and that's what they say the church is. Um, but even in times when you see levels of corruption, like like in church history, like really bad corruption in like administrative levels of the church or even in bishops or cardinals, um, you also find saints at that Absolutely. time doing incredible things. Well, the saints are also the church. Right. And, and I think there's a way that we need to just take the whole thing, right? Because the saints are the ones that are saying we need to be faithful to mm-hmm. the church. And you can think about that. You know, Mother Cabrini faced a lot of difficulties with some in the hierarchy. I mean... It's Italian-American, right? Yeah, I mean, like, just, like, that was just a, a constant thing. And I find sometimes people like to pick and choose what they mean by sure, the sure, church. Sure. And the truth is, I think the Second Vatican Council said it really beautifully. The church is at once pure and is in constant need of purification. No, and that was honestly when I was a student here. It was uh, Dr. Regis Martin. It was it wasn't a course. It was one class that was just so profound to me. And he was talking about how the church is holy and she is scandalous, mm. and we've got to be able to reconcile those two things. And then he would go on to say that, and so am I. <laughs> right? And so yeah. are you. That, that that you can do profoundly beautiful, virtuous, self-sacrificial thing for your children, and the next day go postal, right? right. And, and those are things that we've got to be able to reconcile within the church that... That at the same time she is she is the Mother Teresa she is the the soup kitchens the hospitals right. the educators all of the the church things that we do and she's also made profound mistakes yeah and we've got to be able to reconcile those two things and the beautiful thing is often the saints you know I, I teach a class in church history it's the saints that usually rise up and point out the mistakes to yeah. the church yeah. You yeah. know, you, you know, you just think of another strong woman, Catherine of Siena, sure, you know, get, sure. get back to Rome, you know, you're needed there. And, and the church responds and, Amen. um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty amazing thing. Amen. You know, tying back to our earlier thing too, um, the calves, uh, I was going to talk about spiritual attack, okay, but we okay. could talk about the no, calves. No, let's go ahead. We'll go with spiritual attack. Well, the church is our protection. Sure. You know, you, the devil would like us to separate ourselves from the church. Sure. Uh, the devil would like us to think that I... I really love Jesus and the teachings of Jesus and the church is just a bunch of guys that are making political mistakes and et cetera, et cetera. And and I think even, you know, in the wake of 2020, there's a lot of frustration over some decisions that were made by bishops, you know, regarding receiving the Eucharist, going to church. And I know a lot of them, like, you know, I've said, I'm sorry for that. Like, you know, there was a climate going on and and nobody knew what was happening. And I know a lot of bishops and they've said this publicly, like, I I regret closing down the church. In retrospect, I wouldn't, like, I I remember our bishop, you know, made a huge announcement that almost got a standing ovation at our parish when it happened. He just said, I will never do that again. You know, like, I will never deprive you of the sacraments again. And that's the humanity of it. Like, well, what are you going to do? In the moment, it's the fog sure. of war. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. And, but, you know, not being, even with the scandal, even with the difficulty, I mean, I'm thinking of this as somebody who's going to be ordained and even more closely bound to, you know, fighting for the church, protecting the church, being a part of the church, because the church also is is our protection from She's Satan, home, from right. evil. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, we need the church. You know, we can't yeah. just jettison it and take yeah. it. Yeah, in all these evil movies and there's a house that's possessed, who do they call? It's always the church. Amen. The priest, not Ghostbusters. 
but the, there was a cardinal in Ghostbusters. Really? Oh yeah, I missed that. That was when. Uh, Should we pray? That that was when they were in the. Uh, they're meeting. They're meeting the mayor. Oh, okay. He's like Lenny. There we <laughs> go. Yeah, I, I don't remember. <laughs> you, so. I can't believe it. you can remember every scene ever in movies. It's unbelievable. It depends on the movie. All right. I don't remember much about Field of Dreams. Go the distance. You're lost. You're lost. Indeed. All right, brother. Well, let's pray. And let's pray specifically for maybe those who are a little bit who are struggling. So, Heavenly Father, we ask your Holy Spirit to be present to us. Uh, greater is your power and your anointing, uh, the grace that comes from the sacraments. We pray particularly for those who are anxious or stressed or are experiencing some spiritual attack. Mm-hmm. Lord, that you would break through, bring freedom, bring healing, bring wholeness, bring restoration, bring peace. Come with your grace and your peace upon all of us. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Have a good day, Bob. Thanks, you too, Father Dave. And thank you all for listening and uh, sharing this podcast with other people that you know. Uh, would love to hear from you. Hope at franciscan.edu. Oh, Hope at franciscan.edu. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.